on Giddy Up, the weekend preview with Dean Watley, Mick Gannon and Jack Dickens. This is Giddy Up on this Thursday morning and it's time for the weekend preview. You can join our conversation 0499 736 736, 736 736. Yeah, I'm just checking we are on air, which is great. Let's welcome in the team. Jack Dickens, hello to you. Good morning, G. You big unit. How are um, you going? A big cheerio too to Shane Curlio. A lot of love. I thought I'd save this for you coming through on the text message. Um, gee, man, you seriously got the best form and tip blokes in the country. I know that. That's a team that I've assembled. Um, give a shout out to um, Shane for me. Um, Groove in the moo. Moo. Yes, they cleaned up. He tipped it. He thought it'd be about $15. It started closer to 40 to 1 and Cal made about $2,800. A few of those text messages coming through. So, what under Curlio? Well, well gee, winners win. Full credit. And, um, you know, if he wants to actually support Shane, he can email Jono, J-O-N-O, at themailbag.com.au and uh, take up a share of a horse with Shane. All right, then. But uh, Shane did text me and said he feels stiff to not be on this show, especially given what's been happening the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he can be on there tomorrow. Um, we need the ratings for Friday morning. Hey, Nicky okay. Gaddon from the Great Tip Off. Um, great to be with you on this Thursday, mate. Morning, G. Morning, Dicko. Morning, Dino. And uh, full credit to uh, Curly. What a man. What a tip. And Dean Watling, hello to you, mate. Morning, fellas. Yes, well done, the Curls. Um, he can do that. But um, hopefully one of us can find a big prize winner um, on Saturday. And to be brutally honest, we've been absolute disgraceful. We're all of, uh, well, a few whoa, of us have whoa, been whoa, disgraceful. Whoa, whoa. Um, Dicko, well, I you feel like Chris Judd when he went to Carlton you, sometimes. You still lost with your, your weekend, Molsey. You got one out of two, which is no good to us. So hopefully, boys, you've had a hard look at yourself in the mirror, a bit like Cody Jennings should after that ride on your horse yesterday, oh, lads. Don't. Oh, um, you're kidding. No, no, don't. no. Let's, let's deep dive into that. Are you bagging that ride, Gareth? It was a terrible ride. He went far too oh, slow, Dicko. I got beaten by about 30 lengths and anyway, you're blaming the rider. Yeah, I am. 0499736736. I um, backed that horse yesterday. I, I, anyway, I should on. have I should have opened a can of worms. Um, we've got to try and find a few <laughs> winners today. I love Kate Jennings. It was just one well, of them. It wasn't one of his best. 0499736736. Mooney Valley and Rose Hill on a Saturday. We'll start off with the Valley, Dicko. Um, what's the key to backing winners at Mooney Valley? Because it's a it's a fine art, and it seems like you've got a, the ability to be able to read the play pretty well at the Valley. Well, you'd hope so, Gareth. Yeah. Um, we talked about this last week. You just want to find horses that map in that right sort of slot, that spot, forward and midfield. Um, you want to find riders who win at the Valley, um, trainers who win at the Valley. Um, that's a little bit of a pearl, actually, to be honest, G. If you if you go into your punningform.com.au, right, you can go into the systems and, and particularly each track. So, like, you can go to the Valley Meeting now and look up the trainer's strike rates at that track, which is quite interesting because I don't know why, but there'll be trainers who go really well at Mooney Valley that don't go well at Flemington, which, as you and I know, it's, it's like four Ks apart. I don't know why that is. But it is a fact, and you can use that to, to bet from. So who are the best traders at the Valley then, Dicko? The top of my head, I don't know. Oh, then. Well, I thought your punning form would be able to get that up on the computer straight away for us. Well, I, I could do it right now, All do right, I want No, we'll get towards the back end of the preview. I'm looking forward to that information um, because that would be interesting. But let's preview the fourth race at uh, the Valley on a Saturday. Alpha 1 at $4.40. So... Alpha one must have been scratched today there from... Hasn't, hasn't been scratched. Oh, there you go. So it won't be going around at Mooney Valley. So I don't... What, they should scratch it from the valley. Like, well, come on. Spacewalk 360. Bistro at $5. But this market will 
change now with the deduction for Alpha One. Command approved at four sixty. Um, and then we go out to a horse like Capital Theatre at $11. Dicko, we'll start off with you. Um, what are we doing in the fourth at the Valley? Well, it's a disgrace that this horse hasn't been scratched and it's yep. accepted to run today at Sandown. It's it's bad for turnover and it's bad for punters. Um, it's bad for our preview show, let's be honest. <laughs> well, it, does, it just doesn't help anyone. No. You know? But if you owned it, I wouldn't scratch it. So full credit to uh, Bossett and Young who have taken over this horse. Why wouldn't you scratch it if you snow. own it? What's the point? There's no. Well, what if if it gets scratched at the gates or something goes wrong today and we miss a run? I, you know, I can run tomorrow. Okay. So um, what are we doing? Who are we backing? I think we have to start with Spacewalk, the two uh, J Car rides. The only concern here is the map, but I think she'll be leaders back if she wants to be. She can be close enough. I think she's good enough. And I think Spacewalk will win race four. Race four, number two, Spacewalk. So $50 straight out on Spacewalk? Yep. Dean Watley, what are you doing in the fourth there at the Valley? I'm reluctant to give Spacewalk another chance, but I'm going to probably fall into him again here. I mean, obviously, he probably had every chance to pick up late there last start, but he was inconvenienced, um, sort of at the 300 mark, so... Agree with Dicko, the map there looks good. The horse does have good early speed, so it can sit nice and close, which I think is key uh, for this track. Um, just whether or not how genuine this horse is, being gelded into this prep. So if you can't do it this start, I think this is end game of backing in, but I'm going to have my 50 on and number two, Spacewalk. And Mickey Gatton? <laughs> That's a pretty confusing. So where are you betting? Yes, $50 staking on Spacewalk. At 360 you're going to regret it, though, if it loses bad by the sound of that. And what are you doing, Mickey Gaddon? Are you with Spacewalk as well? Well, Jen, Spacewalk is nominated um, or has been accepted for race seven at Rose Hill as well on Saturday. So that could throw a bit of a spanner in yeah. the works there. This race was just absolutely confusing, G. I'll listen to the boys and do what they want. Spacewalk's a horse that can find trouble. Now goes to the Valley, 1,000 metres. Leave me out of the race, G. So basically, if, if Spacewalk was to scratch G, that would be out for one and Spacewalk out. Then the race really opens up. So Bistro was completely blessed Sandown, started the same sort of price as Fission and Capital Theatre. And you're getting like double the price, both Fission and Capital Theatre. Fission's got really good form. Probably not saying that right, am I? Fission. Fison. Just saying real fast when I don't know how to say them. Fison <laughs> um, is a valley horse. So I'd, I'd lean to it as a value opportunity if the one out for one and Spacewalk both don't run. Race seven is a fascinating race because Bob Peters has got a couple of his stars, well, oh, former we stars. Superstorm's at $16. Western Empire is at $12 for this race at the Valley on a Saturday afternoon. Then we go to Ironclad back from Perth at $11. Bo Rosser at eight fifty. Jigsaw at three twenty. Snapper at four sixty. Clipso Rain at 9 And Traff makes its return for Matty Raymond and D-Lane. At $5 here with Bet365. Mickey Gannon, what are you doing in this fascinating race at Mooney Valley on Saturday? This is a cracking race. Definitely the best in the card. I thought Snapper was the horse I wanted to be with, just proven over the 1,200 metres. I thought a horse like Jigsaw has done its best work over 1,100 last start, 1,000, 1,000, now gets to uh, on-speed race where I think Jigsaw and Snapper will probably go at it, lead up front. Uh Look, I think Snap will be the strongest late. I can't possibly have Superstorm or Western Empire. And then beyond that, I think Truath's a chance. But, yeah, very happy to have my 50 on uh, on Snapper. Thanks, G. So $4.60, Mike Maroney prepares. So we'll go to you here, Dicko. Look, I think Snapper's the most likely winner. 
uh, holds big map advantages and like, oh, like this horse will just loves the valley. Like it's it's had seven starts this track and trip for four wins in a second. That's elite numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's flying. It's completely airborne. Great opportunity for joy. Um, but at the same time, Jigsaw's like the definition of a yo-yo. It's been to the valley twice and it's placed both times. So I don't want to be against it. I therefore sort of want to sit the race out and just watch and enjoy. Because um, I know you were bagging. Uh, Uncle Bob sent it into the leaks. Um, it's get, like it's a big opportunity for them, but they need to do something. And both these horses are way above average. You look at like... Um, like Western Empire started eight fifty last prep versus I'm Thunderstruck. Like it's proper. proper yeah, I know, form. but poor old Superstorm, West Superstorm, Gareth beat Elephant, ran third to Zaki, started nine dollars versus I'm Thunderstruck, eight dollars versus Ice Bath. Like it, that that's elite form versus. Yeah, but this the, is a twelve hundred This is yeah, this is twelve hundred meters. None of those figures are run over twelve hundred meters, are they, Dicko? Yeah, but form's form. So, like this, this is. 446 days. So they might well sharpen this horse right up to explode over 1200 meters at the Valley. So West Empire, I like, I wanted to watch him there at Flemington. I could have ran quicker down that straight. I know no, we'll no, slowly no, no. Run he, race. Good. he did, but it's not, it's like, um, I don't know if he's just done too much. Like since he won that, that Kingston town or the, the railway, he should have won the Kingston town. He's been, um, across to Melbourne, back to WA, then, then, then back to uh, Victoria now to be trained by John Leake Jr. He was having his last preparation for Grant and Alana Williams. Um, and they're very, very, very good trainers. And they got the best out of a horse like a Western Empire. So, and since he's come back, he, has, he's looked at, he hasn't looked the horse that we saw in WA. So what's his figures tell us, Dick? I want to go on his figures that we saw in the Memsey, Maccabi, Diva and the Standish. He's not a group one horse with those numbers, surely. Yeah, but he doesn't have to be here. He's 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 versing like barely group horses. Yeah, well, so, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying question. like if if these horses get the right race shape and they're sharp enough, God help everything else. But the the Western Empire run at, at the Valley was good. At at Flemington was good, but then you go go to the Valley. It's not the right setup for it. But I wouldn't be penning him at the prices. Like I'm I'm surprised these horses both aren't single figures when they put up markets. I, I expect they'll drift to where they are now. But God, they're scary horses, particularly Superstorm. Superstorm like Super is a, better a very, horse. very good yeah. horse. And it's one from so one G, of the valley. Yeah. Super Superstorm, first up, Caulfield, rated pretty well, just below what you call, you know, group one, group two. But that was very slow over 1,400 metres at Caulfield. Now we're talking about a fast run, 1,200 metres with two horses out in front. Snapper, I think, you know, Dicko, you suggested Snapper was a good bet. You're getting $4.80. I think, well, you suggested it was a horse that probably win. $4.80. Look, if you get beaten by Superstorm and Western, Western Empire, you get beaten. But, you, but you're only taking, you're taking $4.80 here in what looks a two-horse race. Looks so, a great bet, Snapper. The, the one thing, like, that... This is this is really key to winning at the Valley, like us at the start. So, I agree with what Gano is saying, but you are we are hoping that D Moore and Jai go and go quick, mm-hmm. right? Yep. They're the only speed in this race. There's no other speed. So there's there's a definite simulation here where they get that get that lead and absolutely walk, and horses like Superstorm just build momentum nicely and, and kill them. So John Lee mm. Jr., he has got a wonderful strike rate, and that's why Bob's Bob Peters, Mr. Peters, has gone to him. But as you pointed out, he, he and Bob did mention 
when I had a, um, I heard Bob speak, they treated that race at, in the Standish as a trial for Western Empire. His best is hopefully in the all stakes at Group One level over the fourteen hundred meters. So they are fascinating runners. I think there's two simulations. Like yeah. if they light it up and they go like nice, even, improved quickening splits from the thousand, then Snapper or Jigsaw will win and they'll they'll run one two by like about four or five lengths. But if they slow from the eight to the four just to cuddle each other because there's no pressure, then that's where it gets scary, and that's why I've decided not to bet. So Snapper, you bet you're betting here, aren't you, Mickey? Yeah, betting Snapper. Yeah. And Mickey, um, Dean Walling, what are you doing, mate? I'm very keen on Jigsaw. I think the top two have no chance over 1,200 metres with a race shape at all. Jigsaw, last three figures it's run have all been superior to Snapper and it's had that nice, fresh and elite tick over, jump out. I think it's going to come back and make it four from four since being gelded. So I'm really keen here to have my 50 on number five, Jigsaw. 1,200 metres. Just not, quickly, not a any, any, any query, sorry to butt in there, any query, got a big query on Jigsaw 1,200. And obviously, I'm thinking Jigsaw is going to set a big pace here from two. Um, any query on the 1,200 with Snapper sitting outside it? No, I think it has the options. Daniel Moy's in outstanding form. If Snapper wants to take it up, he can sit in behind. He's got two wins and a second at 1,200 metres, and his figures there are fine for mine. So I think it's a tactical affair, but as long as they don't uh, murder each other up front, I think he'd be strong late over the 12. Yeah, looking forward to that race now. So that's race six at Mooney Valley, race seven, I should say. Race number eight is over the 1,200 metres, a benchmark 70. This is another race that we want to deep dive with the weekend preview team. Deep speeds at 11, Magnum Bull at 11, Exeter. Gavin Bedgegood in the Mailbag Bloodstock Colours at 4.60. D. Oliver. 4.60. D. Oliver, <laughs> $7 rides. an hour ago. There you go. Kentucky Casanova, 5.50. Then we go to Extreme Step at 8.50. And Kolawa Falls for Michael Friedman. I should say Mitchell Friedman there at $8. And Sorrell Rising at $11. All right, Dicko, your horse has been heavily supported here. Are you betting? I have bet. And here's why. <laughs> uh, the five Kentucky... Casanova and the three Magnum Bullet, I think, go across and lead from eight and 12. Uh, maybe Sorrel Rising sits inside of Exeter, who gets the goat on board uh, on the quick backup, ready to fire, carries weight, but who cares? Deep speed, I reckon Madison Lloyd will get cast three wide, no cover. Blood, Blood Oath will either tag us or deep speed in that three wide or two wide line. Extreme step comes from Mayor's grade to open and I think probably settles midfield with Brenlin's trooper. Mitch Friedman's horse has ability. Don't know where it gets to from barrier three. And I think that's about the race. We will sit one back, one off. We will peel and we will win. So 460 Have bet, a bet. Three, Responsibly six, bet. What what price should he be, Exeter? I think he'll start around $4. Okay. Um, I think well, there's a bit of an overreaction because, uh, you know, we might have had a pretty big bet over the last couple of hours and uh, told all our owners to have a bet. And, um, Praying to God, Buddha, Allah, Zeus, Mary Poppins, Bilbo Baggins, Andre Agassi, and um, Mark Philippusa. So this horse gets the job done. All right, Mickey Gannon, uh, is Dicko winning on Saturday? Yeah, interesting map. And I think Dino, uh, sorry, uh, Dicko's obviously looked at this one pretty closely. I think Kentucky Casanova definitely goes forward. Magnum Bullet will come across. I'm interested to see what happens with Brenlin's Trooper here from Barrier One. Um, it goes from 16 to 1200 meters. Really interested to see what happens there. Um, pulls back. And I think it'll probably make life um, pretty easy for Exeter um, if it doesn't go forward and the 1 1. I am a little concerned, Dico. Obviously, you've got the uh, great man, um, 
um, the Oliver on, but Dexter hasn't won for quite some time. But this looks like it's it's race ready to win. If I was to have a play here, gee, I'm going to have 25 on Kentucky Casanova, and I'll have 25 on Exeter. Kentucky Casanova has really really good figures. Obviously, last start um, was better. No, no, sorry, no abnormalities. So they say. Not fair when they put that in the stewards, is it? It's too hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) Cars me up, clean bowls me, and now you don't know what happened. But I'll tell you what, it is a very good horse. So they're the two goes forward three kilos for Laura Lafferty. Can give some cheek here. They're the two I want to be with: Kentucky Casanova and Exeter. I can't. I think this will be hard for Dino to say if he's tipping one of Dicko's horses. What are you doing here, um, Dino? Yeah, it is hard, and that's why I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stay out of the race. If I was to have a bet, it would be Magnum Bullet. Um, but Dicko is very confident. Exeter was outstanding run last start. Um, I really hope that the Malbay Bloodstock 10 can get the win here and for Dicko. So if you're going to have my 50, um, Give it a dick out, and I'm sure he'd put it on Exeter. With your mailbag, I already have, I already have. Mail, can you do? Can you do me a favour? Can you dicko with your mailbag bloodstock content? Just walk in there with your camera, and I want to, to see you give instructions to tell D Oliver what <laughs> to do with the speed map. Now. Well, I will be giving D Oliver like a. We'll be having a chat, but um, you wouldn't believe it. But I've actually got the Dean Watlings this weekend. I'm actually in Sydney for a box, so okay. The content like we might have to be edited. I don't know if it'll be able to be released, but there will be content. There'll be about uh, forty strong. We're already all on. So um, all right then. We'll take tear this. down the Bondi, whatever it is, stay, somewhere in Bondi. Stay away from Bondi and stay away from Dicko if he's on a buck. Stay. Okay, the best bets at Mooney Valley, lads. We'll start off with you, Dicko. Uh, Exeter, Exeter, and um, yeah, Exeter. So just the one bet, basically. Race eights. Uh, what number is Exeter? I thought race two. Wasn't allowed to talk about this race. You can talk about it if you want. Race, race two, the eight, Matron Bullwinkle. Today, I'd like it'll be today or never for that horse. Yeah, Kira Mar gave her a really good push this morning, saying that she's ready to go after yeah, a nightmare run so let, there the other day. Let's bet that too. Race two, the eight, Matron Bullwinkle. An excellent. Extremely keen on Exeter. And I also thought in race two, G, the 17 Gorillo. Just just don't be losing on it. I think it might lead on okay. Saturday with a jockey switch. Race eight, number four is Exeter. Dean Watling, your best there at the Valley? My best is race seven, number five, Jigsaw, and race six, number six, Lunar Cat. Luna Cat, that's an interesting one. What Absolutely airborne. I agree, but just where does it get to in the run? We get 340, bet 365, Luna Cat there, Dino. Yeah, I think up in trip, 1,200 metres can settle touch further forward, and Mickey D is lying. He's he's Christ. he's become one of the great jockeys of this country <laughs> since Dicko um, said he wasn't much good, and he's just... Oh, he's, okay. like, stop putting words into He's proven you wrong, Mickey D. Um, he'd be in the top... He'd be definitely in the top five jockeys in Melbourne now, Mickey D. I like how you paused there just to think about that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I was going to say the country, probably top 10 in the country, you could argue, for Mickey D with his strike rate and he's he's riding in the big races of late. Mickey Gaddon, what are you doing? I'm going to have all my money on race seven at number six, Snapper. I think it's an easy bet to have. I think you're getting a great price, Portal's AD. I can't imagine, I can't see a scenario where they're going to want to go too slow. And I think it's going to get, and Snap will get the better of Jigsaw late. Don't okay, go. we need to have a bet here, G, between these two. Maybe next week, whoever loses has to do this show topless. We want it recorded and put out on the I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit worried about DK here, G. This is the third time he's wanted us to be topless for his show. Yeah. What's wrong with a case of beer? 
I'm not going to watch you drink a case of beer on the radio. I need to see. I want to see those little little well, nippies. Subscribe to um, Dino's OnlyFans. Dino, I have a case of it, mate. No problem. 0499 736 What should Dino and Mickey bet um, for their clash um, at Mooney Valley between Jigsaw and Snapper in uh, that seventh race? Let us know. 0499 736 This is the weekend preview on this Thursday morning. We'll take a quick break and then... We'll return to preview the Rose Hill card and what a card that promises to be with some exciting youngsters doing battle. We're trying to work on them. I'm not a technical expert, but um, it seems to happen to SEN track, so we'll see if we can sort that out. Um, count to 10, but we've got to catch up with Dicko and Dean Watling and Mickey Gaddon because we've got Rose Hill to Was preview. Was Dean Watling having a shower? <laughs> What's he doing, Dino? Little heartbreak tunes, like a pillow. Song, yeah, he honestly. was. I, I enjoyed that. That clip. I don't know I who's. I don't know who's. I don't know who was the artist there. But let's move on to race number five. This artist, is, of we course, use that term loosely. This is the feature. Oh, this is the race that I'm most excited about when it comes to racing at Rose Hill on Saturday. It's the the Witten for the two year old fillies, and it sees some. Um, talented youngsters that are trolled nicely going through the market. Cigar Fleet that was heavily supported on a heavy tractor win at Canterbury. We've got, um, geez, Paul Snowden gave Divine Glory a good push. He says that she's bomb-proof, should settle in the top four. Um, we'll run a big race, work the house down Tuesday at $10. Learning to Fly, the daughter of Justify, big raps on her at three eighty. then Perfect Proposal. At $4.60, still City at $8. Karen gave her a good push. All right, then, Dino, what are we doing in the winning? Yeah, this is easily the race of the day. Um, this is an outstanding affair. Cigar Flick, like you mentioned, was brilliant on debut at Canterbury. It was suited by the track pattern. But the two I'm really keen on here is number six, learning to fly, $900,000 filly. She's out of a daughter to Hips Don't Lie, who produced some really smart two-year-olds, such as Acrobat, Ennis Hill, and Sia. Um, trials have been absolutely elite, which they not tend to be with the Annabelle Nation stable. Maps perfectly up on pace. I think that's the main bet, but I think we have to have a big saver on the eight. Mumbai Muse, who is a half-sister to Mumbai Jewel. She goes better than Mumbai Jewel. Um, trials have been elite as well. She looks like a push-button turn of foot um, back in the field. Um, as long as Brett Preble can get to a nice spot from gate 12, I think um, Mumbai Muse can run a big race, a big price. So I'm going to have 25 on learning to fly the six and 25 on the eight Mumbai Muse. Mickey Gaddon? Yeah, I love a bet, G, but it's not a bet in this race, that's for sure. Very, very open race. If I was to steer punters into, you know, my top selections, perfect proposal would be on top. Still City, still City will improve second up with Jason Collard aboard. Cigar Flick, obviously you've got J-Mac on. Uh, he'll definitely have the choice of many a ride here. So they're the three that I have found if you wanted to play exotics, things like that. But uh, it's not a race I'm keen on, G. Learning to fly Annabelle Nisham. You can just tell when we had a chat to her, Dico, that she's so excited to see what this filly can do. But there's a few other camps that have got plenty of confidence here. What are you thinking in the winning? Well, imagine how much hope you'd be selling like with these expensive horses for this long. I, I thought Steel City... Represented some value just off its SP profile. Jockey switched to a local. Um, but I agree with much more with Gano that like you need to be very, very confident to bet into these races. There's so much unknowns uh, in this race. But if I had to bet, G, it'd be Steel City. So Steel City, we're getting around $8 for that filly. Divine Glory, Dino, do you give any, do you give her much of a hope at, at that $10 quote? 
Yeah, I love the profile of these horses that have that couple of runs and the spell brought back. Trial was good and the blinkers going first time, which is a big key for the Snowden Sable. We saw them do it with Don Cerleone uh, last week. So Matt's good. Tyler Schiller is probably top five in Sydney jockey room at the minute. He's absolutely flying. So um, you cannot discount Peter and Paul Snowden in two-year-old races. Let's have a look at race number eight. And this is also one of the highlights at Rose Hill. On a Saturday afternoon, we see the Guineas champ, the Caulfield Guineas champ, return in Golden Mile. He's at $2.20. McDonald rides for James Cummings. Uh, Maria Mia at $5.50. Forbidden Love tried like a bomb there the other day at $2.80. And then you go out to Bizarro that was unlucky the other day, first up at $10 for Johnny O'Shea, Mickey Gaddon. So how do you read this race? This is a race that they extended the nominations. Is that right, Dino? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We had four nominations, so um, yeah, had to extend. Yeah, we had four nominations, and I'm pretty sure Forbidden Love wasn't in there. So now it lines up. So a bit of an afterthought there. Big concern. Golden Miles stretched out to the 1600 meters uh, last preparation. Big concern. So now all of a sudden you've got two horses in here that are taking up a huge percentage of the market. You know, we're talking oh. nearly 75 percent of the market here. So what that's are we time doing? to bet. That's time to bet. What are we doing? <laughs> On a bet. I'm going to have a bit on Pizarro. I think Pizarro can improve off last start. My only query here is the track, how hard the track's going to be. It is a very warm day here, but, it's, you know, who knows how we get. It's worth a bet anyway. We're getting $10. Pizarro each way looks a great bet. Race eight, number three, Pizarro. He was good the other day, wasn't he, Mickey? He was my black book of Pizarro for Johnny O'Shea. He's got a bit of upside about him. Absolutely no luck yep. at all. Look, it's not the strongest form line you'll ever see. Yeah, it's coming out of the Fujitsu. Fujitsu General, benchmark 88 versus some of this group so, form. So it's just real tricky. Fujitsu, Australia's favourite air. What are you thinking about um, Golden Mile here, Dicko? Oh, God only knows. Like, it's a good horse, probably the best performed horse here. But, like, it, it took all before at last prep. Is it ready to fire first up? I, I, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't have it wound up 100%. Therefore, I don't really want to bet. This forbidden love, afterthought to go here, trialed like an absolute bomb leading into last prep and let everyone down. Yeah. Um, very, very hard to trust. Uh, but then I sort of feel like I'm trying to force it. I don't know the form well enough. I'll, I'll deep dive into this race and try and find something by Saturday, but I definitely couldn't back either of the two favourites. Okay, Dino? Yeah, I think it's an easy bet to have Golden Mile. I think Forbidden Love, you can't chime into her until she gets um, back to form. She went off the boil in the spring. Um, Golden Mile, the profile for James Cumming Godolphin, they're always peaking first up. Trial was elite. Barry Ford, Jane Mack would have had the choice over um, him and Forbidden Love. And I think he's a better horse over 12 or 1,400 metres. So I think that profile's really well. Barry Ford can sit close enough. Um, class horse in this race. I'm not going to overthink it. So my 50 is going to go on race eight, number nine, Golden Mile. Golden. He's one from one over 1,200 metres, Golden Mile. Yes. There was a maiden at Ballarat, but he's still one from one. Well, we appreciate you doing the form before the Thursday preview, Dicko. Exactly, Dicko. Before you have a little comment, yeah, maybe you... do the form and then have an opinion. Yes. No, my opinion is that Golden Mile is a, like a very, very uh, valuable cult by a Stern who last preparation didn't run at 1,200 metres. He started out at 1,300. So that's how much form I, like, I, I can do it as I go. <laughs> so therefore, he's a big risk to me. First up, 1,200 metres as an extremely potentially valuable cult. Looking forward to seeing what Golden Mile can do because I'm in love with the Stern 
Um, he has made quite a splash in the last. And also, we haven't heard from the driver yet, so how yeah. can we bet without that? No, sort of that's a good point you make. Let's have a look at race nine on the program. And uh, this is over the 1,500 metres and a good little betting race as well. Going through the Bet365 market, we've got Major Arty at $4. Bold Max had good support at three twenty. Knight of Power at 13 Bazooka at 15 Saigon at $8. So basically a Niffler, I should say, at $10. And even Super Strike for Richard Collett is at Great $10. Great name, Niffler. Yes, I like that name, Niffler. Tommy Berry takes the ride. Dino, what are you doing in the ninth? Yeah, I think it's a really tricky race. I'm not keen to chime in too much into it. So I'm going to leave a bit of air time because I know Mickey Gannon is very, very keen to bet into this race. Take it away, Mickey. At first glance, gee, I really wanted to back Majorati. I was like, geez, just get such an easy time of it in front. Timmy Clark gets on. Dylan Gibbons, not that he's, you know, knock on Dylan as such, but yeah, he was on last night. I've done it before that TC jumps on. But then I kept taking a deep dive, kept looking into it. And I came up with a horse here, Super Strike, that gets the blinkers back on today. And I think from Barrier One's actually just going to sit on the back of Major Artie and get the absolute peach run of the race. Now, you saw last week Richard Collett. Uh, I think the horse was ripped. Blinkers went back on and did us over in that uh, in that midway. And so Blinkers go on here on Super Strike. It's obviously a, a bit of a stable favourite. Um, shows some serious intent. We're getting $10 here for Amy McLucas, who I'm sure Dico in about 30 <laughs> seconds time can give us our um, her strike rate on Rose Hill because she rides Rose Hill as good as anyone. We're getting $10. This is, this is the bet of the long weekend. If you're taking Friday off, this is just the bet. Super strike, Super strike, race nine, number one each way. Dicko, do you have an opinion here, dare I ask? Well, just fascinated that she's riding. Like, um, full credit to her. Like, rode really well. This is the girl who won and unflinching, is it not? It is. Correct. Yep. And then I saw a thing of her on Twitter with a green whistle in her mouth, did I not, Mick Gannon? She's, she's tough as nails, mate. She had the green whistle in her mouth. She was in all sorts, and now she'll be turning up here. Amy I'm McLucas, sorry. Gareth, Rose Hill. She's had 17 runners. Yes. She's won five races. She goes at 30%. Her career strike rate's 10. She goes at 30% at Rose Hill at 338% profit on turnover. That'll do us. <laughs> we'll just jump jump aboard the oh, super strike team. What she's the number one jockey what strike you... rate rise at Rose Hill on Saturday. All right, ahead of J-Mac. I need your best bets at Sydney, please. Start off with you, Dino. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race five, number six, learning to fly. And the next best, I'll be having a saver in that race, um, number eight, Mumbai Muse. Really keen to bet into the Widden. All right, race five, number six, and also eight, Mickey Gannon. This is as confident as I've been for a long time, G. We're going to go race four, number two, Thalassophile. This horse should have won last start. Ben Cohen absolutely slaughtered it. J-Mac gets on. It should be getting the job done, and then we're going to go down to race nine, number one, Super Strike is one of the better each-way bets you'll see uh, this turn of the long weekend. Do you have a best in Sydney, Dicko? Yeah, I do. Race nine, number one, Super Strike. I love everything what he's, what uh, Mick said, and I love the jockey stats, and I like blinkers on, barrier one. Bet. Okay. okay, so just repeat those numbers again. Race nine, number one, Super Strike. Beautiful. And that's all we need. So I just got a, a text message. I don't need to take a break. So I can um, we can continue on to 11 o'clock. So race nine, number one, race five, number six for Dino. And race five, number eight, race four, number two for Mickey Gannon. And uh, race nine, number one. Uh, the tips there 
from the team at Rose Hill. Um, what about our multi, our famous multi? Now, we've been, as I pointed out at the top of the show, it's been quite embarrassing for a team of form experts um, that we haven't even got close since we started this weekend preview multi. So who wants to lead the way and be the skipper and put their hand up? Absolutely. I'll take it away. I'm going to go out with a bang here and I'm going to put a uh, super strike in the win in my multi because <laughs> I'm just being aggressive on the front foot, G. Front dog in it. Yeah, so you're serious. It. The $9 super strike for the multi. Let's do Is this, okay? Gareth. Let's have the multi lock win and place. Yeah. yeah you, can, you can do each way. So yeah, let's do that then. Yeah. Yep. So race nine, number one. That's the beauty about bet three six five. You're allowed to do the it. The world's favourite online multi. betting company. Can Correct. be responsible. One hundred. All, all it will mean, G, is that we win less because when it runs first. But that's all right. That's fine. Well, it doesn't. Oh, at least oh, we oh, get oh. something back. We haven't got anything back. So ten dollars and three twenty each way there. Dino, what are we doing? Are we? Does it have to be on a Saturday, or can we chime in on a Friday, G? Question? It could be. It can be a Friday. All right, race one at Scone, number one, Dorothy Gale, around that $2.35 price. It will not be losing the first there at Scone tomorrow. So it's a long weekend if it gets beat. So Dorothy, <laughs> race one, number one at Scone. Uh, Dicko, where are you going? Mooney Valley, race eight, number four, Exeter. So is that emotion or you, you honestly believe? Is that like honestly because believe. you're part owner, race eight, number four, oh, How many times have I tipped the, my horses? Yep. Every start. <laughs> I'll turn it up. Um, I haven't tipped into our owners once this preparation. Just looking at the market there for Scone. I wonder if Bet365, have they got that market up for Scone first race? Hopefully, yes, they have actually. So Dorothy Gale at 2.30. Um, we go back to Saturday. We've got Rose Hill race nine, horse number one, which is Super Strike. And we're playing each way with that galloper. Dicko's at Mooney Valley on a Saturday afternoon, race eight, horse number four. Um, and we're getting $4.60. And each you know, way again. Each way. All right, then. In the multi, please. And do you know what I'm doing? I'm throwing um, something a little you, bit Your different. beat was sickening last week. Like, it was. Of the losses, yours was the most honorable. Yes. Uh, race five. This is a dead set moral. Um $2.10 at the Melton Trots. Oh, <laughs> oh, turn it up. Oh, uh, no, the Melton Trots. Like sometimes oh, you just got to play it safe where there'll be no track bias. Um, gate speed will be in front. Dead set front runner, Hurricane Harley. It will lead and win $2.10 a steal. Love it. For Hurricane Harley. So um, that'll give us something. Do we have time to tell the story of the $131 trot tip you gave us one day, Dick? Um, I don't know. Probably we do. We've got about five minutes. We were on fire yesterday with our, our trot multi. So sometimes, you know, you can just go back and this is the safest $2.10 bet. I'll rate it about $1.40. So with bet three, six, five, you can get that. Now I'm just having a look, um, at the prices there. So it's 222 to one Dorothy Gale race one horse one at Scone Friday afternoon. Exeter, race eight, number four at Mooney Valley. Super Strike, race nine, number one at Rose Hill. And then the Melton Trots, race five, number one, Hurricane <laughs> Harley. We're the playing... audience is going to have to flick over to Sky 1 to watch the Trotters. Yes. Might even be Sky 2. Yeah, hopefully. I don't think it'll be Sky 2 because it's a feature, but you never know with the Trots these days. Um, so you can do an each-way multi with Bet365 there. And if we're alive going into the 
the fifth race at Melton. Don't you dare cash out, you guys, with Bet365. You just need to let it ride. So um, are we having them also like all up all four as the place odds? Yeah, you can do that. You can mix it up with Bet365. Yeah, so put that out there so we can try and get off, off the mark here. All right, then. So the, the place would be... I'm yeah, like a dollar thirty Dean's, a dollar thirty yours. I'm not putting two, mine. Three thirty mine. I'm not two putting ten mine and something like that. So it'll still be a fair price. I refuse to put my horse as a place. It's two dollars ten. So um, that bet comes with the place. Uh, it just hasn't come onto my screen just yet. They're still trying to work it all out. I don't think there's a. I don't think. Wait a sec. Um, here we go. I've done fixed place instead of tote place. That's why they couldn't work it out. It's eighteen dollars fourteen for that multi with the place. Yeah, that's juicy. That's I fair. Like that. Yeah. Hey, what about at Sandown today? Any winners, Dicko? Um, yeah, probably there'll be eight it's an of them. Outstanding card, isn't it, Dicko? It's a much better card than the Valley card. Um, mm, agree. Um, I can't remember though. Jack and I will win. No, no. I it's think not, it's not a bet. Um, it, it's the best horse in the race. Uh, first up, 300 metres. Uh, you, you wouldn't want to lay it, but I just don't think it's responsible to back the horse. It's going to be worse than midfield, probably buried. Hillside, very tactical track. I thought Mary Mac Boy, uh, if you had to bet in that race, is probably the safest way, but I'd be like one by three win place. Okay. Is that a Linda out in front, Dico? Is that yeah. what we're thinking there? Yeah. Yeah. I anticipate it's pretty on pace today out there at Sandown. Gentleman Royal win the last then, leads all of the way first up for Lindsay Park. Nice trial, Zara on, um, proper form, group one form, uh, looks very hard to beat. I thought East India man in that race, probably the best value, Gareth. Dino, what are you doing with the babies? It's your specialty with um, the previews. Yeah, I really like race three, number one, a cracker rib. I think it will firm. I think if you're on the instructor weight, I think it will drift late purely on figures. And race four, um, really keen here on number 10, Elderberry. First up for the Anthony okay. Sam Freeman, Ben Mellon, trials have been, the jump outs have been really good. So that's the way I'm playing both the preludes. Race four, I completely agree the 10. I've backed it. Elderberry. Race, yep. race three, worried. Worry the one, but you could not lay it. Um, it's going to map well. I'm going to lay the guts out of the two, the instructor. There's nothing of merit to that win it had. I cannot believe it's favourite. It'll drift like the plague today. And I've backed the five, Amigo. Mickey Gannon, what are we doing at Wagga Wagga or Warwick Farm? Oh, love one it. Best. Damn, just I just want one best for today. One best. Wagga Wagga, we're going to go race six. The bells are ringing. Yes, the bells Number will be four. ringing. I'll give you the tip. <laughs> Hey, good on, good on you, boys. Um, Dino, you have a wonderful day. Mickey Gaddon and Dicko, you just keep being you. Thanks, like fellas. That is giddy up on this Thursday morning. That's the weekend preview. Thanks for being patient. Thanks for your company. I'll be back tomorrow morning from 8 o'clock for another big show on um, SEN Track for Giddy Up, and we'll preview all the big weekend, uh, big weekend of racing across the three codes.